Hi guys and welcome back to the Feeling Unstoppable podcast. I'm your host like always, Sydney Montoya. And if this is the first time you're tuning in, welcome to the show. And if you're back for even more, without further ado, let's jump into today's episode where I have my amazing guest, like always, Aaron Shapiro from Air- Speaking Up with Aaron the Speaker. And today we're going to talk about college, university, everything that has to do with it, and how you should take advantage to make sure you have an amazing semester. So... Let's jump right in. Hi, Aaron. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. So you have a little drinks for us. I do. I got us. Uh, you're over 21 now, right? Yes, I am. Yeah, cheers. Che- we'll, 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 <laughs> does that ever matter? Yeah, it it does matter to me. Okay. Whoa. Hello. We're not sponsored by Funky Buddha, but got it. we'll let it go. Ching, we'll let ching. it slide. Cheers. cheers. I'm not much of a beer drinker, but we'll do it today. Fuck it. Ew. <sighs> Delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so good. I like Stellum. I, I'm also a light beer drinker, too. I don't like heavy beers. Yeah. So it's talk to me. What's this episode about today? Aaron, what do you do besides entertainment? Uh, I am a college professor. College professor. Can we disclose the university that you go to? No. Okay. <laughs> um, what do you teach? Uh, I teach communication and media. And what is the overview of that course, if you were reading it when you were applying? It depends what course it is. If it's public speaking, then it's just basic foundations of public speech, teaching you how to understand audience, how to talk to a crowd, informative, persuasive, special occasion, introduction speech. If it's a media course, it's either persuasion or introduction to media studies, in which we cover media theory, media, advertising, public relations, journalism, um, if it's a persuasion course, then it's kind of a, a marriage of both. It's media and speech kind of combined and teaching people how persuasion works. So persuasion, you know how to manipulate people. Um, <laughs> I think you can have a better idea how to manipulate somebody. Like, for example, if I came across somebody and they were like devoutly Christian or devoutly Muslim or devoutly Jewish, I would instantly become that religion if I needed to like identify with them. I'd be like, you know, God bless you, and you know, praise the Lord. I'd say, yeah. I'd say words like that, but people call that manipulation. But I just call it, I'm speaking their language, persuading them for your benefit, or for their benefit. Okay, so we have a couple questions for you lined up. Um, you've been in school, you've done the university. Yeah. Um, you don't have your masters, right? I have a masters. You have your masters. Apparently, I don't know my friends. Um, you went to school, you stopped going to school, then you went back to it, and yeah. you got your master's. Yeah. So, and now you're a professor, so you really did, you know, you did the whole life cycle, full circle type of deal. You also work on the, well, equally, well, I would say, is being a professor your side job? Yeah. Okay. So on the side job, you're a professor. At this time. At this time, and now you're in entertainment, full time. Yeah. Um, so I have a couple of questions on advice, or just to talk about and have a conversation about everything that has to go down with the university All right. and involving your personal life. Ooh. So, number one, what is the biggest mistake you see students do? 
the biggest mistake that students do is not realizing that they are a customer and that they have consumer rights and that they should be walking into that university going, I'm paying money for this. I want A, B, C, and D and going out and getting it. Then <coughs> we'll cut that. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> no I was choking on my saliva. Fuck, keep going. The number one mistake they make is not getting A, B, C, and D for what they pay for, and then thinking that they're like a prisoner having to be in school. Like they think right. that school sucks. I don't want to be here. I can't wait for it to be over. That's like the number one mistake. So in terms of, and I'm gonna use some of the schooling that I've learned so far. Porters by forces, which, ooh, you see, I've actually been learning stuff. We have the buyer's power, yeah. meaning we're basically what, one of the biggest forces within, because you said, like like you said, we're consumers. We are the, the buyer of the product, and the product is whatever degree, certification you're taking out. Yeah. So why do you think there's such a lack of, you know, wanting to do stuff and feeling like a prisoner? I think it is, a, the reason why they don't want to do stuff, the product is why they don't want to do stuff, is the idea that they've had bad experiences at younger ages in school. Meaning that like, either their peer group around them, whenever they were around their peer group, they were like, doesn't school suck? And like, as like a teenager, you gotta be like, yeah, school sucks, fuck school. So like, you get a really early on yeah. injection of this idea that school is sucks and if you like school then you're a nerd and nerds are not cool yeah so i think that's like the early introduction of why people hate school is because of that and then the second reason is not many people today enjoy the process of reading and writing and so yeah so one thing following up with that question, how was school for you yourself? Because you have an interesting track record of like your education. Yeah. And now you're a professor. Yeah, school for me sucked. I hated it a lot. Uh, in high school and middle school, I was diagnosed with a mental disability. Right. So that sucked right. because I was like physically able, but I was considered mentally disabled. And so that made me feel like I'm not mentally disabled. Like, look at me. Yeah. So that created a hate for school. I was like... Wait, did they put you in, like, the special education courses? Special education course. I had a class. Special but you education graduated class. with the high school graduation or, like, a certificate? Because I know there's some, like, at least, like, the high school that I went to, like, they technically didn't get... No, there are some who are, like, non-degree seeking who are so mentally disabled that yeah. they are unable to function in the real world. So like they you, give them like certifications of like completion. Correct. Mine was a real degree, but I was under the American Disabilities Act. So oh, I received okay. like special like extra, extra time, time tests, uh, special tutoring, extra tutoring, um, extra time for turning in assignments. If I didn't understand something, I could go to my special class and my special teacher would teach me a special yeah. way. Um, so yeah, so that was everything that I got with that uh, but that definitely created a hate for school and then I was bad at school because I was like I did struggle with reading and writing I, I, in eighth grade I read at a fifth grade level Jesus. yeah so that wasn't good 
I barely made it out of middle school, barely passed the FCAT. With reading and writing, arithmetic, I was fine. Um, but yeah, so that's, uh, and then I had a dad who was like a disciplinarian. And I'm yeah. sure many people out there have like a disciplinarian dad, but he beat the shit out of me to like teach me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if it was the best way, but it was the way that happened. Yeah. Yeah, kids would try to fight me at school, and I'd be like, you can't hit me as hard as my dad. <laughs> and we're calling CPS on him right now. That was the old school, that's the old school way. Can't do that today, but that, yeah, that was hated, the way. I hated um, asking my dad for help on math homework. Yeah. That was the worst. Yeah. I don't understand why you don't understand. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's just not adding up. Yeah, it's not, yeah, so. Um... When you say that we're consumers, what are we not buying from our time at the university? Um, students don't really dig into like what is available to them right. at the university. Like at some universities in the health and wellness, you get massages. Like they will massage you. Like you can go to the health and wellness place and order a massage. Why would you not get your massage? Like you paid for it. Um, campus has concerts. Like, go to every concert. What is it, though? Like, I know it's B-list celebrities, but, like, you yeah, know. Yeah, Ray Smyrna. Smyrna. That's B-list? Yeah. He's not A. Who else have we had? You've had T-Pain, probably. He does, like, the college circuit. Yeah. You have, um, uh, you know, all those all those people who are B-list. The ones that are, like, not a million dollars a show, but, like, more like fifty to $80,000 really a show. Really good people. Oh, I bet, because they had money. The Gator Girl was, like, insane. Yeah. They probably paid a lot of money for that. Yeah. So most universities, it depends on what university you go to, what you're going to get. Concerts, right. sporting events, you should go to more sporting events because you pay for it. Tutoring services. If I was a student now, I would literally go to my class, walk out of class, walk to the tutoring center and say, I'm going to be here every single week and you're going to personally tutor me. How much time do I have? Oh, yeah, I have one session a week that's included in my tuition. Okay. Every week I'm going to be here and you're going to teach me. Yeah. Why would you do your homework at home? Do your homework with the tutor. While that makes there. the most sense. Yeah. Right. Um, not using tutoring, not using the library services, not using the career center, not going to the alumni center, uh, not getting the health and wellness thing, getting massages, not going to concerts, not going to football games. Uh, some campuses, like, um, they have, like, free paddle boards and free kayaks. Well, our campus has an off-campus, yep. which... Has paddle boards and kayaks. Kayaking. Yep. Um... There's a bunch of things that, that people just don't yeah. take advantage of while they're at the school. Uh, what else do they have? Um, discounts on, on on items on campus, like movies and stuff like that. Yeah, and, yeah free things they give away, t-shirts, uh, clothes, water bottles, joining fraternities, sororities. That's not, that's not including your tuition. It's pretty expensive. Yeah, but that's a part of the college experience. That's true. Well, I mean... Those are add-ons for the Doing customer. sorority and, like, in Miami is kind of like, uh it compared can to, be. Compared to, like, what, in Gainesville, where, like, you have the houses and stuff. Sure, but I think UM does have houses, but they're not, like, But even if you're in the sorority in Miami, well, when you go you up to Gainesville, friends. correct, they're, like, they have to, they're bound yeah, by yeah, the creed yeah. to help you, which is the purpose. That's why you oh, pay you're so much. Okay. Correct. That's why you pay so much. You pay so yeah. much because you're paying for the network. Exactly. That's yeah. true. That's very true. Yeah. I, it was interesting. Um, We've had this conversation before about, like, you, you tell me you have use your resources or whatever yeah um i actually got off the phone call um today with she's so this lady basically what she does is she's like a success um person for the school yeah and she's like oh like how, look she's a transfer success something sure. so if you're a transfer student they like to keep tabs on you to see and then like they're also collecting data I was like why'd you switch to fiu oops 
um, why yeah, do how you... to get better to, to, do, exactly. to do better for the customer and then they're like oh they're like um, how's your experience been with your advisors and I was like honestly like they're they take more than 48 hours to answer um, an email well imagine how many students they have but still the, so then switch your things because it says 24 to 48 hours turnaround time for email alright okay to be fair yeah so then she's like yeah like um, we like to like know because we're trying to have the talks with them because you're not the only student that's complained about like feedback from, from caregivers yep just giving you good customer service. Exactly. Are you unhappy with your service? Well, guess what? We're working on it right exactly. now. Exactly. Literally, working. what it was. She's like, I just want to know, like, what do you think? Like, what's been going on? But the thing is that you can't go be like, well, actually, I'm not happy with it. So can you give me a a, a prorated money back on my tuition? <laughs> yeah. They go, no, no, no. We were just asking questions. And then she's like, oh, um, we we also have a career development uh, thing. Yep. Because I was like, oh yeah, like you're hard looking for a job. Like, yep. Career people don't use the career development when they're in college. They don't go to the career center. They don't go to the alumni center. She's like, we have like um, industries and stuff that are connected only with our schools. So they only take applications from people that go to our school. Yep, that's what you pay for. You're paying for that connection. That networking. Yep. People don't use that. Most students, especially in a college where it's not like you're staying on campus, go to school and leave as soon yeah. as the class is done. Like they want to get out of there as soon as possible. Students would do better if they treated school like nine to five, meaning that like they like you talk about wanting to be employed, you talk about wanting to have a job and making money. Um, if they looked at school as their moment of like incubating or like a or like a like a um, an entrepreneur in the research and development phase, and they went to school, even if your class started at three p.m., you went to school every day at nine a.m. no matter what, yeah. with your lunch pail and your briefcase, and you went to school. And and you showed up and you were like, all right, I'm here for my nine to five clock in. And you went to like the library and the tutor and you just treated it like nine to five. When the weekend came, you would have no homework to do. You would have no papers to do. You would just have your weekend to just chill and hang out. To do whatever. But the problem is most students just go to class and go home. In between that time, they hang out with their friends. If they do go home, they watch TV or they watch Netflix or they go in the pool or they go to the beach or they go to the gym. They treat it like vacation. And so when the weekend comes, they're scrambling and screaming, going, school sucks, I can't even go out with my friends because I have to do sustainable work on the Sunday. But if you treated school like 9 to 5, and you showed up at 9, and you left at 5, even when you didn't have class, you were there doing school, Yeah. you would not have to bring stuff home on the weekend. Very true. Right. Or you wouldn't even have to bring stuff home after 5 p.m. When you got home at 5 p.m., you wouldn't have to study at all because you studied from 9 to 5. You could just chill. Yeah. Now, if you're working, and you're a working student, Yeah. That's different. Um, did you ever struggle in picking out your major? Or did you even like, when you when you applied to like, you know, to get your AA, did you even know what you were applying for? Uh, yeah, for hell. <laughs> like I did not want to do it. I was getting my AA, I was like, this sucks. I don't want to do this at all. Like I don't want to go to school. Did you not want to go to school? No, I played college basketball and then after I played college basketball, I actually had to do school and I was like this sucks yeah I was like this really sucks I'm not getting any special treatment nobody cares about me but the only reason that I graduated even was because I was mentally disabled like teachers would be like that assignment is due at this time I'd be like no it's not for me <laughs> not for me because yeah. I'm can you say retarded no. anymore no not for me because I'm mentally disabled yeah retarded has such a better ring it does. Not I for do. me. I'm retarded. Sure. You know what? We'll bleep it out. No, we won't. I'll just leave it on. Whatever. But yeah, so the, if it wasn't for like the um, American Disabilities Act, the ADA protecting me, I probably wouldn't have graduated. I got extra time on tests. I got extra time on papers. I got extra time on a lot of things. 
Um, so that really helped me when I needed it the most. So, but when did you know, like, I want to do communications as your job? A long time into my college career. Like, I, uh... You took a break, didn't you? Yeah. I dropped out for a few months, almost a year and a half, and then I went back, and then I failed a bunch of classes, and then I finally, like, figured it out after, like, you know, seeing my friends... Graduate. Graduate, go overseas. How was that with your dad? Because I know your dad's, your dad's strict. Yeah, yeah. He'd, uh, we didn't talk to each other for a few years because uh, my parents are divorced. So, yeah. like, we had a fight and then the cops were called. And then, like, you know, it was, uh, I kind of moved out after that yeah. point. And I didn't talk to him for a few years. So, it really didn't matter. And then, um, you know, he kind of, my mom kind of called him and was like, Aaron's not doing nothing and just kind of sitting in the house. And I was partying a lot and yeah. hanging out. So he kind of brought me to an army recruiter's office and was like trying to force me into the army. And then that's when I was like, all right, I'll do school. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I get it. I get it. I go back. I'll, the shtick's over. I'll read a book. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I want to serve my country. All right, either. catch her in the rye. Bring could it on. Have, could you have seen yourself in the army? Uh, yeah. I would have been like, I would have been hot. I would have had like the uniform. I would have been like, you know, muscular. Mm-hmm. I would have been like a service guy. Sure. Uh, I think I would have did good in the army. I, I, I would have excelled. With a buzz cut? Uh, I think I could have hair like this. Maybe not. I think that like when you do like boot camp. You have, oh like, yeah, yeah. They would have shaved shape. my head. Yeah, yeah. They would have oh, shaved God. my head. They would have. I would have. I would have looked like, like an egg. Yeah, I would have looked like an egg. And I was so skinny, like with the shaved head, like I would have went to the beach and someone would have been playing that Sarah McLachlan song, like in the arms <laughs> of an angel. The seagulls would be stealing fries from other people's picnic and then dropping it on my lap yeah. to eat. They're like, you need it more than us. <laughs> oh, God. Help Let's yourself. <laughs> oh, my God, a make-a-wish kid. Um, but, yeah, I think that uh, it was definitely eye-opening going to be, you know, sitting in the Army recruiter's office. I, I scored high, so they were like, you could have whatever you want. But the idea of being forced to do something or voluntarily going to school the voluntarily going to school seemed like a much yeah. better option. I mean, you can volunteer to go into the army. Yeah, but it wasn't for me personally. Yeah. Some people do it. It's a great honor, but just not for you. At that time, I was like, no. 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 <laughs> I'm good. But that really forced me to go back to school, you know, and being kidnapped in Jamaica too. Being kidnapped in Jamaica also. Oh my God, I love this story. Being kidnapped in Jamaica also had me. Wait, come. that was all in the same time? All in the same year. That was, oh wait, that was all in the same time frame? Yeah. How'd you get kidnapped in Jamaica? Uh, getting into a stranger's car and uh, being taken to their house and being like held at their house for hours trying to like have them demand us, give us money. And I was like, we don't even have sunscreen on us. Like, we don't have money. I'm red right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm burning. Can I go inside? Um, so, yeah. So, that once I got kidnapped and then I came back, there's nothing like having your life almost Threaded. taken to you. <laughs> like, a near-death experience really makes you appreciate life. Oh, you know? Yeah. I kissed the floor at Fort Lauderdale International <laughs> Airport. I came out and I kissed... The sidewalk. And I was like, thank you, America. I'm never going back. I'm never leaving. I didn't leave the country for a few years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that Sorry. was like, all right, I'll come back. I also went back to an ex-girlfriend at the time, too. I was like, baby, come back. Yeah. Yeah. So. You're Jamaican shoddy. No. Not that one? Not Puerto Rican. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Um, all the islands. All the islands. You're Except crazy. for America. <laughs> but yeah, that 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 um, that um near-death experience really made me go like, man, I should just go back to school and... 
And then as an older person, school becomes easier. If you ask any adult going back to school, if they're not working, they're like, school is so easy. They literally give you your syllabus and they're like, this is due in 14 weeks. Like it's no, like there's no class that's a surprise. The teacher's not like, there's an essay due in three weeks. Like you, you, on day one, you know exactly, like they literally tell you read chapters one through blank and you could literally start on your final term paper right now and not wait to the very end. You could literally do your assignments ahead of time. Yeah. Read the book ahead of time. Sit with your tutor once a week and be like, I want to be ahead of the class. Let's start working on week six assignment and week two. Yeah. I mean, I think, I, I mean, I... That's what makes of, me want to strangle students. I came into that realization, I think, like, this week. Not this week. Well, yeah, this week. I graduated in May, and I came into that realization in February. No, but, like, it wasn't that, like, obviously, like, I was just doing my work, but, like, I've seen my grades and my GPA overall, and it was just... I was What's just, your GPA overall? My GPA is, like, a 3.79. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. But I think it's the fact that it's just, like, it feels easier like, I mean, but I guess I just, like, apply myself a lot more. And you're taking and, more classes than you usually take. Yeah, I'm taking six classes now. Yeah. I mean, it has me on a chokehold, but, like, it's not un, not that I can't do it. But, like, for instance, middle school and high school, I struggled in school. Like, it wasn't fun. I mean, I would still be, like, in advanced classes. I would pass my classes, but I never had, like, a, like, wasn't a breeze. I'd be struggling doing my math and work. You were in advanced classes? Mm-hmm. Oh, smart advance. Yeah, I don't know how I got through those. Like, thinking about it now. I just never applied myself. Like, I never studied or anything. But I think it's when you put a dollar sign next to, you know, studying and stuff, it does make a difference. For Americans. Yeah. Because we view That's money very true. as the most important That's thing. That's very true. And, like, collectivistic cultures like India or China or South America, yeah. like, you study for the honor of the family. Yeah. In America, you're like, honor my family. Fuck them. That's I need true. a dollar. Yeah. If it don't make a dollar, it don't make sense. Time is money. Well, yeah. My thing was, like, if I don't pass this class, I'm going to have to take it again. And I, it's, it's going to be another, like, what? Thousand. Thousand dollar. Yeah. I yeah. love telling students that. I'm always, like, in the beginning of the semester, I'm like, I have no problem giving you an F. In fact, it's great for the business model because now you're paying twice. Remember, yeah. FAFSA only covers you retaking a class twice. Yeah. The third time, fourth time, fifth time, it's out of pocket. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of students don't realize that if they if they fail a class, they have to pay back their yeah. um, if they have like a scholarship yeah, yeah, or yeah. like FAFSA or any of that stuff. It was funny. I was in class on um, on Monday, and this he go, he goes to me, oh, um, how can I drop this class? Like because like the add and drop period, and I was like, we're in week three already. I, was like, I think you drop. No, add and drop is the first week. I mean, but you, you could, could drop you could, without yeah, a penalty. But the thing is, like, he thought he can drop and not get a W. Right. But I was like, no, you'll get a W and it'll hurt your GPA. If you go and take the class again and pass the class, like, it'll replace a W. But he didn't, like, he's like, oh, I thought the add and drop was, like, whatever. I was like, you can drop your class whenever, but if, without getting penalized for it. It's, now, remember, the consumer yeah. has buying power, right? True. So he could technically go to the university and argue... Well, the argument was against the professor. Sure, but he can make an yeah. argument saying, I don't want a W. I want to give an, I want to be given an I, an incomplete, and when I take it next semester, I want the I to be reversed. To whatever grade they go. Correct. Right. Right. But most people, what happens is when most, when most students fail, I'm like, you know, you don't have to fail this. You could, like, argue with the school that you deserve, you know, 
another chance, you know, extended time. Yeah. You got they just disappear into the into the, into the wind. They just, they just go, okay, you know. Professor what? Shapiro failed me. And now they just go, oh, I failed, and they move on. Like, they don't even really. Yeah. Yeah, I failed thirteen classes when I was in my You're associates program. Lying. Yeah, I would just stop showing up to class. So why didn't you just drop out? I eventually did. Well, yeah. Yeah. So you can 13? fail thirteen. I'm making that number up. It could be more. Your I just say 13 because 13 is my favorite number. Yeah, but it was yeah. it was 13. You have 13 like tattooed all over you. Yeah. I told my sister that she didn't believe me. Yeah, my GPA was like 1.7. Jesus. In my associate's program. I was like an academic probation. When would you tell someone to drop out of school? Um, would you ever? Oh, yeah. Yeah, drop. You don't need school at all. As a professor, you're saying that. Correct. Why? Because school has nothing to do with you getting money. Okay. Right. So, like... You need school if you want to be a surgeon. Like, you just can't be like, Fuck, I'm comfortable. <laughs> I watched a YouTube video. I think I'm good to go. Yeah. But if you want to work in marketing, you don't need a college degree. If you, you want to be... If you I want mean, to, most jobs that I was looking at, they didn't even ask for a bachelor's. Yeah, human resources, you don't need a degree. Um, sales, you definitely don't need, need a degree. degree. Uh, advertising, you don't need a degree. Um, plumber, you don't need a degree. Electricians, you don't need a degree. Small business owner, you don't need a degree. Manager at a store, you don't need a degree. Retail manager, you don't need a degree. Product design and retail, you don't need a degree. Yeah. Do I need to go on? No. No. But the degree has become the biggest hustle of America. Yeah. But you gotta go to college, you know. And uh, and now college is super expensive, and it's not. It doesn't make sense. But there is a lot of benefits to going to college. Like, you're around a ton of people who are your age. You're in a village of kids. Uh, if you're dating, ugh, ugh, there could not, ugh, you could not be in a better place. It's just, it's just a village of young people who are there to just experiment and have party. fun and party. And all you got to do is learn that's it. Are you kidding me? I don't work. What a great trade. Work. Yeah. What's the work? I work. Reading and writing is the well, work? Well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, you know, there's people that, like, have to work in school. Oh, you're saying outside of school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you but would still, have you to work have even if you weren't in school. I actually tried to make friends this semester because you kind of make shit on me the other time. Because I told you I've, have, I've never made a friend at school. Oh, my God. I tell students all That's the other thing about money. Yeah. The students you're with, that's the economy. It's our future economy. Like, when you're in class, that's the economy. Like, that's future doctors, future lawyers, future business people, future consulate people, future travel agents, future pilots. Like, they're all right there. So the more you become friends with those people and you have those people, when you graduate school, you're going to have a plethora of people you can call on who can either help you find a job, give you some cool free stuff, hook you up with some things like that is your most yeah. powerful asset are like we're panthers or we're canes or we're gators like there is such a strong bond in your little militant you know cohort yeah. like your little gang you know the gator gang the fiu gang the canes gang yeah. you know even the miami-dade sharks you know like people when they find out you went to their school it's an identification thing, and then people go, "Of course, I'll help you. You're a, you're a, you're a panther." You like went to me. Harvard. Yeah, the, oh, Harvard. All the Ivy Leagues. Ivy Leagues got God. the hustle down pat. Jesus, that and that. Let me tell you, that's one hard circle to go into. Yeah. Well, obviously. Well, that's the point. The point is hard to get in unless you come from it, 
because if you went there, it's much easier to get your you think kid the in. People that actually go into Harvard use are the best consumers when it comes to the the, the realm of the university. I the think products. they're better than state colleges. Yes. Right. Yeah, because they know the tradition, they know the values. Like when you go to these state colleges, especially one like FIU or FAU. Yeah. It doesn't have a rich tradition of being around for a hundred years. True. It's like very new. So like people go there and they go like, you at UCF, you can't finish. Ha 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 ha. You know, it's like they don't have the mentality to go like as a collective group, let's make this more prestigious than Harvard. Yeah. Because the power is in the people. The power is always in the people. The problem is the people are distracted and they don't work together well. Mm-hmm. So... Today, a student in my class was like, because I tell my class that class costs a thousand dollars. He goes, Professor. I go, Yes. He goes, um, Remember how you said we pay a thousand dollars for this class and we're the consumers and we get what we want? I was like, Yeah. He goes, Can we get the AC lower? Lower. It was hot in there. It was hot in the class. Oh my god! All my classes are like a fucking tundra. Maybe well, they, it's because no, I might be anemic. I have no, no, I have no, to they go make get them that cold check. to keep so, you awake. Oh, oh my god! It's like. Sufferable. This class was hot, so I called the number and I was like, excuse me, the consumers would like the AC a little bit lower. And they lowered it for you? I don't know, probably not. <laughs> they were like, of course, <laughs> hung up, kept eating their soup or whatever they're Fuck doing. this asshole. <laughs> yeah, 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 we'll turn it down. <laughs> no, every single class I'm in, it feels like a tundra. They want and that's, that. that's that I have a thick hoodie on. Stops the spreading of germs and keeps you awake. Exactly. So. It feels horrible. Yeah. I'm like in every class, I'm like. Not me. I'm like wearing no deodorant and like sweating and stinking up the joint. You're gross. I call it student repellent. Keeps them a little bit away from me. Like when they try to talk to me. I don't think they ever tell. I I always wonder if they would tell me that they probably. You actually don't smell. I've never like I. You know I tell you when you smell. When for the most part you don't smell. But sometimes I smell. Well, but when we've been like out and like in the middle of the sun. Yeah, I don't wear deodorant. I don't want to wear deodorant. But I think like if you don't wear deodorant, or like a study has been shown, like, if you don't wear deodorant, like your body like doesn't really produce that like, smell. Or something. Hey. I, I have fucking no idea. Maybe I'm just pulling this out of my ass. I'm saving money on deodorant. I guess. Yeah, deodorant's actually expensive. It's like eight dollars. The thing I don't like about deodorant is you know when you go to shower and you have the antiperspirant one and like you're trying to put soap over your armpit and it feels like water's not getting on it. Like it feels like dry. Well, that's why you use a loofah. But you know what I'm talking about, yeah, though, right? Yeah, like yeah, you're true. like, and I go that can't like waxy. That can't be good. You know, like, if I'm trying to rub it off with soap and it feels like it's, like... You're being so dramatic. I'm like, that can't be good for my skin. You're fine. So, that's why I don't use it. You're fine. Yeah. Well, to wrap it up, uh-huh. what will be the best advice you can give anyone who is either thinking about going into college, either dropping out, or just... there are That's, like, student. two different questions. Well, I don't know. Pick whichever one you want. Here, go. Give it best advice for... If, if you... If you, Professor Aaron, were talking to Aaron that dropped out of college and just didn't know what he wanted to do anymore, what is the best advice you can give him? To journal every day and to track his emotions and track his behaviors because by tracking his beliefs and value systems and like what he thinks is important and what he doesn't think is important is going to help him find himself. And through finding yourself, you find peace and so you need to know yourself to know how to deal with the world around you and then what you want out of life will become a little bit clearer it's never going to be like perfectly clear and you're never really going to know what you should be doing and you're always walking into the world blind but if you know yourself and you know what you like and you know what you don't like you are more stable 
when the wind blows than if you don't know what you like and you don't know what you want. You're like an unrooted tree, yeah. easily toppled over by the difficulties of life. And there are going to be difficulties. But the more you know who you are, so I would tell my younger self, journal, write down things, draw pictures, think about it, watch documentaries, whatever you think to help you go, oh, I like this and I don't like that. And right. I want to do this. And I don't want to do that. And I want to be around these people. And I don't want to be around these people. Being able to figure that out is going to give you this sense of like assuredness yeah. in yourself. A little bit of confidence. And confidence. And when someone goes like, you should be doing this. You're going to go, mm -mm. thank you so much for your advice. I really appreciate it. I will take it under consideration. And you walk away and go, definitely not doing that. Don't like it. Yeah. Because people project what makes them feel better and tell you to do what makes them feel better. Oh, every time I'm upset, I, I watch this movie. Oh, I will try that next time. And you walk away, pfft, never trying that. You just tell someone to appease them because it wasn't what we're going to fight with somebody yeah. over what they're. You just go, thank you so much for showing me love and giving me advice. I'm, I'm, I will. Next time I'm upset, I'll do that. But if you know, like, every time you're upset, you go to the gym and lift weights yeah. and you leave and you feel better, then every time you're upset, go, go lift gym. weights. If you find that when you're upset, you take a nap. And everyone goes like, don't take a nap. That means you're depressed. But you wake up and you go, ah, I'm ready to take on life yeah. again. Then do that. You know, but you shouldn't do things that make you upset. And then you just continue to feel upset. And then that feeling upsetness continues. It's just a loop. It can like really bog you down. Yeah. And it's a ter I've been in depression cycles and it's awful. But knowing to go like, this makes me upset. I need to do this thing to not feel upset. Mm -hmm. Then once you figure out what your mechanisms are for like, relieving stress and anxiety which are very normal emotions and you learn how to mitigate those things you you find peace and confidence and when people tell you what you should be doing you're like thank think about you, it thank you for the advice i will take it under consideration and then you just go i'm going to keep doing what i don't want to do exactly yeah so that would be my advice at 30 year old aaron is to figure out what is your reset button and what makes you happy amazing yeah where can people find you People can find me in the streets. In these streets. Oh God. Uh, no, Aaron the Speaker on everything. Aaron the Speaker. Yeah, on everything. everything. Do you have everything. any events, any shows you want to plug in? Um, sure. I got events all the time, and. Uh, Aaron's a male stripper, if you guys didn't know. And every time my dancing song is in the arms of an angel, and instead of throwing dollars, they give me food. <laughs> They go, oh my god, look at that poor boy is starving up there. Little skinny boy over there. Oh my god. No, but I got some um, hard rock events coming up, and then I got a new company. I might be going out to like um, Fort Bragg, North Carolina, to an army base. That'll be fun. Nice. Yeah, and similar events. Look, but all my look, events look, are you're like. You're in the military. I'm in the military. Look at that go full circle. In the Navy. Da, na, 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 I have no idea what you're singing to me. In the Navy. You don't know that song? No. I think it's um, The Village People. You don't know who that is? No. YMCA? Oh, okay. You're young. You don't know. I don't know the bands. But you know. stay at the So that's been burning your brain, but you don't know who came up with it. No. That's another thing about human beings, is that we don't know our history, and most people aren't history people. So, like, you know things, and you believe things, but you really don't know why you know yeah. things or believe things. And then when you start looking it up, you go, that's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, that was another advice I would tell Aaron is to be more of a historian. 
With everything. With everything. Because once you learn the history of things, you kind of go, oh, I get it. Some people want to block history. That makes sense. Mm. Yeah, we're anti-history right now in society. We are. It's kind of insane. Yeah. But remember, if you forget history, it's bound to repeat itself. Yeah. With that being said, mm-hmm. we're wrapping up this episode of The Feeling Unstoppable. Make sure to tune in next week for a lot more new episodes coming in. Hello. Hopefully, some guests. Oh. So, we'll see you guys next week. Peace the fuck out.